Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to 30 Wordy and Friendship. I'm Whitney Ensom. And I'm Aliyah Bagna. And this is the episode where we talk about joy, choosing joy. So, uh, yeah, we're happy you all are back. We're glad you're following. And um, let's get started. So, Whitney, what does joy mean to you? I know it's a really <laughs> broad topic and it's a really broad word, but let's, let's uh, make it a little more specific today. So joy, I, I, I feel like that's, um, I wrote some notes because, you know, I'm a note writer. I you don't are. fly you by the seat of my pre- pants. Come prepared. Thanks. I'm like, I'm a seat pant flyer, if that makes any sense. I love you for that. <laughs> I will never be like that. Um, so I think for me, joy is um, a choice. I think there's some, we'll talk about later about hardships and things, but just, um, Joy is a choice in the midst of difficult things that happen. Um, Maybe uh, we have a loss. Maybe we feel betrayed. Something difficult in our life happens. Um, And choosing to look at what's still there Mm. and be present in the moment with the people and the things that are in my life Mm. gives me joy. Um, it is a active choice. Um, it's easy for me to uh, focus on those difficult things and feel overwhelmed by them and just sort of feel trapped. But um, it's something that I've I've really tried doing. I know it's kind of weird. I don't think you can like do joy. <laughs> <laughs> I do joy. You can do joy. <laughs> do joy together um that's she, what she said that's so bad Whitney why would you say that what? I said that's what she said you said that you said we should do joy together anyway <laughs> sorry off, I've been watching down. office too much lately <laughs> I know you have too yes okay. I watch reruns <laughs> um there was a time in my life where I watched too many reruns <laughs> And I wasn't choosing joy. Um, I was on my couch. So I think joy has been a a choice to um, face those difficult things and to see what's in my life that gives me um, a sense of purpose, that uh, people who um, lift me up and who encourage me. And when things fall apart, or at least I perceive them to, because it's sometimes a big deal and sometimes I've made it a big deal. Well, there's some things that have really been a big deal in my life recently. So how do I choose joy? It's not happiness. Joy no. isn't happiness for me. It's not circumstantial. No. And for me, joy is um, connected with my faith that um, uh, that God gives me uh, peace when difficult things happen and restores my joy. I've seen him do that. And so joy is a result from my relationship with him and yeah. my choosing to see what's in my life that's great going on. Yeah. Hope that made sense. That made a lot of okay. sense. Okay. Very good. Tell, tell me about yours. Um, joy to me is not ignoring hardship or avoiding hardship. It's walking yeah. through and seeing the other side of hardship. Mm. So it's for me, it's about, um, I think I've told myself many times in my life, I will be happy when, mm. I will be happy when, I live in a nice house. I will be happy when I can afford things. I'll be mm-hmm. happy when, you know, I can have that nice purse or that nice, mm-hmm. those nice shoes. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of it was based around um, getting things that I wanted. Yeah. And I think for a long time, I really confused that with joy. Mm-hmm. And um, and for me, it became this thing where I realized that 
I got some of those things and I was still really unhappy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I was looking for an emotional change yes. to my situation. And I realized mm-hmm. that my emotions, one or not, I can't really trust them that much because I both feel happy and sad mm-hmm. and anxious and excited mm-hmm. and um, sorrowful in mm-hmm. all different places of my life. And um, and there are definitely times when it was bad situations mm-hmm. where I was, for sure, you know, joy was squandered. But I still found joy in those situations. Mm-hmm. So I think we chose the name Choosing Joy because mm-hmm. it takes effort. Yeah. And it takes hard work. And mm-hmm. um, you can either choose to continue to rehash why your life isn't good enough for you mm-hmm. and why you're unsatisfied. And you can continue to say that it's because you don't have enough money or because you don't feel as important or because mm-hmm. not enough people love you or mm-hmm. people aren't treating you right. But mm-hmm. that's a very, I would say, like passive reaction to choosing joy. Um, yeah. You're basically choosing to be miserable is what you're choosing to do. <laughs> right. I'm going to be kind of blunt about it. Focusing um, on those difficult things instead yeah. of what's what's there. Right. And um, I think we would be not um, doing the topic justice if we didn't mm-hmm. um, also acknowledge that True joy comes from knowing Christ mm-hmm. because Amen. he's the one that um, acknowledges those things in our heart and speaks to mm-hmm. us and um, who shows us what real joy is. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can really, you know, otherwise we're just kind of analyzing ourselves. But um, on a wider topic, um, finding joy is is really about um, looking for the things that are meaningful in mm-hmm. life and um, looking at our life and not just trying to measure everything. Yeah. You know, do I have the man? Do I have the car? Mm-hmm. Do I have the house? Do I have the kids? Do mm-hmm. I have the et cetera? So Whitney, yeah. in what ways have you found joy? I feel like I found joy um, after some difficult things have happened. We talk about the hardships. So recently, I, so I bought this shirt that <laughs> says choose joy because <laughs> I have to remind myself to choose joy. Uh, and I love it. Um, so I, 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 really like, we talk about Christ and there's the verse in James, James one, two through three, uh, counted all joy brothers when we, and sisters, when we, um, face trials knowing that it leads to, um, perseverance. And I think I'm quoting that right. Um, but it's like in the midst of those trials and sometimes it feels like it's after, after the storm, seeing what, again, I keep saying that seeing what remains. Yeah. So, um, I've found joy in my relationships. Mm. Um, I've had loss of relationships. Um, um, divorce is something that has affected me. And um, I feel like it's easy for me to uh, go to the place of if I only had this relationship, if I only yeah. had a house, I'm in an apartment still, and that's okay. Um, and seeing, like you said, I, there's all these things that I could want. Yeah. And I think there's part of, us that wants what we don't have and some things are valid to want but um I've found joy in the people my community mm-hmm. people who have been there with me through the trials it's it I think for a while I was into this stuff got a new camera got the got this I mean I have so much stuff on my Amazon <laughs> list of things I bought I'm like what happened to that thing and recently being like no I'm not gonna stuff is not gonna make me happy I've never yeah. been much of a stuff person but Went through a season. I am a stuff person. And that's so. okay. <laughs> I tell you, for a stuff person, it doesn't make you happy either. It's no. a little bit more elusive. Yeah. Yeah. No, stuff is not um, stuff of happy of, of joy. No. And so I think what brings me joy is being active, exploring, 
Um, I enjoy hiking. I enjoy going mm. to the mountains, going to the desert, um, being around people like you, my friend, who Aww. uplift me and encourage me, uh, my family, um, just finding purpose in the season that I'm in because um, sometimes the season we're in isn't the one we choose. Yeah. And that's really difficult and we we have loss and we have hardship. But I I think it's easy for us to stay in that mode of woe is me. Yeah. I, I'm missing this or kind of striving, looking for that contentment and, and happiness. But joy transcends all of that. Joy yeah. is ought to be. Um in my life under the surface kind of keeping things going that even when disappointments happen I'm choosing to be uh, grateful and to kind of stay in that mode because it's easy to go into the mode of what was me but once I I found myself getting out of that through community through my relationship with Christ through the activities that I enjoy the easier it was to stay joyful yeah so when I'm around people there's people I'm around a lot who it seems like joy is harder for them I, I see how kind of striving for that and the and, and the complaining that's happening. I think it's just so easy to do that. But I found I'm I'm more at peace because I've said um, I'm going to be in the season that I'm in and to choose joy and gratitude. Yeah, I think that um, that whole thing about choosing joy too. It's not instant. Mm-hmm. It's a journey, and avoiding bad things from happening isn't. So the absence of bad things is not joy. Mm-hmm. It's not an opposite thing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's the other side. So it's really, I've noticed the most joyous times in my life is when something really bad happened. Mm-hmm. And instead of hiding under a blanket, <laughs> which I do, <laughs> when he's experienced it, I do actually hide under blankets. There's a time for that. There's a time for that. Yeah, cocooning. But just for like a day or two. Yeah, um, not a lifetime. <laughs> not but months. then communicating about what's going on with mm-hmm. me. So there's like the, I always think it's like, there's the action where you're like, I'm going to hide in a blanket. I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to face this. And then for me, the the cure of that is is telling somebody like, I'm going to hide under a blanket today and run away, okay? And the person's usually like, okay, that's fine. But eventually you need to come out. And I'm like, I just want to know. I don't want to come out. And I want to live in, can you bring my meals to the blanket? I'm just going to live gonna, here. I'll lift it up to eat and I'll put it back down. This and is my home. Yeah, the heart of that is yeah. is letting other people in and, and in your mm-hmm. in what's going on with you to say like I'm really depressed yeah. and I'm sad and part of joy is being in the good and mm-hmm. the bad and being really mm-hmm. present in both and realizing that happiness has nothing to do with like I said being away from everything mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, when I've had really long periods of nothing going wrong, I kind of feel a little numb and like <laughs> yeah, blah, like monotonous. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just kind of going through the motions. Um, but real living is about the good, the bad, the ugly, walking through it. Yeah. When you're not walking through it well, grabbing a friend and talking about it, mm-hmm. um, expressing yourself to others mm-hmm. around you. And sometimes those bad times go for long periods. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have eight months where I've had periods of my life where like yeah. for eight months I was just mm-hmm. depressed and mm-hmm. every day I was walking it. Did it feel good then? Heck no. Did mm-hmm. I think I was in joy? Mm-hmm. Heck no. I thought I was in, you know, some of the worst times and mm-hmm. when am I going to get out of this funk? When am I going to feel good mm-hmm. again? You know, we're like these little feel-good seekers, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm in a good place right now today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, I was yes. in a bad mood, but today I'm in a good place. Yes. So I can say, with hindsight, as my friend saying, like those parts were really significant to the mm-hmm. good times in my life, mm-hmm. and choosing to walk through it, deal with it, talk through it, 
seek help when I yeah. needed it, either professionally mm-hmm. or from those um, those around me. Mm-hmm. Um, allow myself to be challenged by new ideas. You know, listen yeah. to sermons. Go to church. Yep. Have community. Yep. You know, don't just sit there and blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. during worship. Like really pour mm-hmm. my heart out to God and pray and yeah. tell him where I am and experience. Those are all, in my opinion, components of joy because mm-hmm. it's it's a multifaceted um, experience. Mm-hmm. It is It is not one thing. I think he, yeah, and God meets us where we're at with that. And, and there's not like to say that we can't be sad. Like you're saying, yeah. those emotions are real. It's okay to cocoon yeah. for a day or a few hours <laughs> right. or even a couple weeks or in my case, maybe a little bit longer. <laughs> And I eventually had to get off the couch and stop watching Netflix. Is, is very, um, you know, but, selective to however, however bad your situation right? is. Right. And then you go, okay, no more. But it doesn't yeah. mean I'm dismissing the sadness. Yeah. Things are sad. Yeah. Loss, betrayal, uh, hardship. Maybe people lose a job. Maybe people, um, someone dies. We have all of these really real life things that are happening to each one of us. We can't numb it. We can't, we have to walk through those. It doesn't mean that there's not an appropriate time to be sad. Sadness is not, yeah, it's, it's completely appropriate. It's a normal emotion, but joy goes, I'm going to keep going because yeah. it, and acknowledging the sad, I, th- I think of like inside out, you and I both love that movie oh, love that and movie. how that moment of when sad touches, yeah. um, the, the thing, the sphere, the ball thing yeah. and towards the end and you see them the kind of mixed memory. together, yeah. mm-hmm. you see the yellow and the blue and how, um, you can't just isolate one thing and say, only joy or only sadness. You, you, there's a mix of, not yeah. that I want sadness, but there's a mix of all of those. Well, sadness brought the response of others to bring joy. Yes. It's a calling for others to come comfort. Yes. The empathy moment with mm-hmm. the imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, like, that must be really difficult for you or however she words it. And it's like this moment of joy saw like, wow, sadness isn't, isn't all, isn't bad. It's yeah. a normal emotion. We, we can gracefully accept those and go, I'm sad, but I'm going to choose joy, which transcends yeah. these hardships. I think it, it's, that's, that's, that's real. That's more real. Yeah. And a life lived is more, you know, I always think of it like, it's like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. There's ups, there's downs, there's turns. And we always want to be in the good place mm-hmm. uh, because, because it just feels good. And yeah. uh, you don't have all these heavy thoughts or things that you have to work through, but Nova's working through some things too. You pause it. And we're back. You may notice we actually pause frequently because <laughs> Nova's making noise in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, she needed a snack. So she's got her snack now and she's happy. Sometimes so, we just need snacks. And sometimes we need snacks. And I totally forgot what we were talking about. So we're going to jump <laughs> to the next topic. Um, and I think we kind of alluded this a little bit um, earlier, was finding joy in struggle and hardship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wrote down some topics like finding mm-hmm. struggle in divorce, singleness, yeah. loss, yeah. betrayal, yeah. Um, losing friends, losing family members. I can say for myself, when my mom passed away two years ago, mm-hmm. there was that first year I felt really numb. And I really didn't know how to talk about it. And I felt like every time somebody came up and was like, how are you doing? And then they'd look at me with those big eyes. Right. And I feel like, oh my gosh, I have to have this like response. Like I, I should be probably crying right now. And mm-hmm. like I, I felt like this high expectation to respond to them. Um, and so it made it very difficult for me to share. Mm-hmm. And in that, I mm-hmm. spent almost a year not including anybody in my struggle 
And then I convinced myself that, like, nobody really understood. Nobody loved her like I did, so nobody else really understood what I was going through. And that made me feel really alone. And nobody missed her like I did, um, which was just unfair to say. But my mom was very difficult for the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years of her life Mm -hmm. in a certain sense. And then very extremely difficult because of uh, some illness problems Mm -hmm. for the last two years of her life where Mm -hmm. she shut everybody out. So, you know, that first year was... I would say that such a di- I don't remember finding any joy in that year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember kind of living it um, in a fog. But um, year two was a lot easier, and um, I started to learn how to talk about her and how mm-hmm. to express myself and how to um, have those really deep, heartfelt moments. How to mm-hmm. cry randomly. That was the biggest thing. It was mm-hmm. like when somebody dies, Emotion. sometimes it's like you don't get to choose when you're emotional about it. Mm-hmm. It just, you can see something, reminds you of them, and you just start mm-hmm. to spiral. And really, the important part I would say with loss is that you take that opportunity to spiral <laughs> and have that moment with yourself. Because when nice. you just shut it off because you don't want to cry in front of others or you think mm-hmm. what you're crying about is stupid or doesn't make sense. You just kind of miss this moment to, like I said, get to the other side. Mm-hmm. And so you get stuck. Yeah. Um, so I spent a year stuck, but year mm-hmm. two was better. And um, as I've it's been, I think this is almost we're coming on year three, um, you know, I take a lot more opportunities to acknowledge her, acknowledge things um, that remind me of her. And mm-hmm. I find joy in that because um, then I remember the good things too, yeah. not just the really bad things. And that's hard when you're dealing with somebody with um, an illness at the end, especially mm-hmm. the ones that make them mean, yeah. uh, because you want to just label it, um, mm-hmm. you know, before you move on. So yeah. it's difficult. Whitney, sure. where have you found joy in some of the hardship of your life? Well, I, th- I think um, most recently, so something I'm not, um, didn't expect to talk about <laughs> was divorce. And um, so I, I think since then it's been, um, oh, it's, anyway, it's been, it's been some time. It's been a few years, uh, timeline wise. And so I think um, I really took my, uh, I talk about activity and health and hiking um, I really took that seriously this last year, especially, and I find joy in this season I'm in. I get to hike. I get to go to the gym when I want to. I get to put have certain things as priorities. So for so long, I I was it was a big loss. It was mm. unexpected in some ways, and it really rocked my foundation. That's why I love therapy. <laughs> Helps me uh, kind of get a good perspective of kind of where I'm at. And so it, I find joy in the season I'm in. Mm. I've talked to a couple um, single friends recently. And, um, you know, there's that part of them. Some of them have never been, actually, they've never been married. And um, some of them have been in long-term relationships. So I think... What I've seen is, and nothing, you know, something, the process that they're in, but it's this, I want to do these things with a person, my person. Yeah. I think we all, we all struggle with, or, you know, we think about that, but, um, I do really well on my own. So it's kind of maybe a little bit easier for me, but I love going on adventures and going on road trips and going camping and hiking. And sometimes I go with people and sometimes I go alone. So I found joy in this season of, 
I didn't expect this season of singleness, mm. but kind of living it for what it is and babysitting people's babies and being there for friends is through hard times and I'm still showing up in my friends' lives, but I'm also not comparing my yeah. season because it's easy to think, you know, people are starting to have, or they've been having babies and are in relationships, married, and I think it'd be easy for me to, at this point, say, I wish I had that. I'm 32, um, but instead, I believe it's totally Christ because in that joy that's come from hardship, that's restored, um, I've then found purpose in this season where I can be present with people that maybe I wouldn't be able to as much um, being having other priorities and being intentional with people, being intentional with my family, with um, my parents, spending time with them and my friends and my sisters and my nieces and nephews. And I have a full life. I have this this life that I didn't expect. And sometimes that happens to us. Sometimes we lose loved ones or we go through um, divorce. Um, and it's it's hard, but I I feel like I'm, they say, living your best life. That's, like, that's what I'm doing. And I couldn't be, I mean, I couldn't be more joyful because this season has a purpose. Yeah. I think any season that we're in where we're not where we want to be, we look at the other seasons people are in and think that must be happiness. That must yeah. be joy. And we kind of miss what's going on in this season. And I'm grateful to be in this season, though it was unexpected, to be where I'm at with the things that I have and the people that I have and say, now what? I'm going to choose joy. I'm going to have a purpose for this season, however long it lasts. God knows I don't and I'm not concerned. And I'm joyful. I'm really, really joyful. And we all know people who have the husband, the marriage, Mm -hmm. the kids, and are really unhappy. And I think it's because those are not the recipes for success. Mm -hmm. What you have isn't the recipe for success. I mean, I have a husband and two two children. Mm-hmm. I'm not always happy. <laughs> you know, I have plenty, I, I have plenty of reasons to find within that mm-hmm. situation to feel unsatisfied. Yeah. You know, I'm almost opposite where I spend no time for myself. And yes. the moments actually, yeah. this is one of the few things that I do for myself. And that's why I love it so Yay. much because I'm usually trapped. <laughs> yeah, like usually, no, well, I leave, but like I'm that. always taking You're care of somebody. Care of and that's the thing is like, you know, in every situation, there are parts that are difficult within mm-hmm. that situation. Like, yeah, I'm always caring for someone. Sometimes yeah. my husband comes home and he's tired and he's like, hey, could you get, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I have been taking care of people all day and that's all I do and I need you to do that and no he cooks me dinner actually most nights because uh lord knows I'm not very good at it um so he's he graciously yes. makes most of my meals yes. <laughs> when he's around oh my god like this morning he made me eggs Magical <laughs> so I was like I want eggs <laughs> I want bread I want bread and eggs no but um yeah there's there's a lot to be said about you know I think I've heard a lot of people say what they're looking for in yeah. life and how they want this and how this situation is just so hard. And again, it's it's not about your situation being easy or hard. There are plenty of examples in, in mm-hmm. the world of people making the best of what they have. Yes. But you can have a really easy life and still have the challenge of making the best of what you have. Yeah. Um, ease is not um, a direct translation to joy. Yes. It's actually opposite. Um, When you have nothing to push off of, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to feel. Mm -hmm. You don't feel anything. Um, We went through a strange period of like three months where everything was just, everything had been really hard and then it was like super easy. Mm -hmm. 
And I thought that you know, that really easy was going to translate to me feeling on top of the world. And it actually didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this theory. I'm going to tell you my theory. I would love to hear it. So um, I have this theory about things lightening up, you know, mm-hmm. um, things lightening up financially, things lightening up situationally, things mm-hmm. lighten up, you know, about your life. So we went through a period where things lightened up on us for a little bit. And um, I noticed I was more anxious, mm-hmm. more depressed more um feeling just like life had no luster Mm -hmm. and from the outside people could say wow look at all this great stuff and look look at what you got oh so cool Mm -hmm. and I was feeling kind of miserable and Voss was not wanting to admit it at first but he did too Mm -hmm. and we both sat down and just I was like what is going on this I was so curious about like why do I feel so crappy yeah I have every reason there are so many things happening to me right now that are such good reasons to be happy and I'm not and then you know what it was is that before when we were struggling a lot I was so distracted by struggle Hmm. and I was so preoccupied by struggle that I didn't really have time to think about what I was really feeling inside Hmm. and so the absence of all the struggle meant that I had to look at some of the deeper things that were happening with me some of the really really um, painful hurts that I'd never dealt with Hmm. and it was like all of a sudden I had all this all this stuff to think and feel and you know that's when I started back in therapy Mm -hmm. I decided to do something about it because I realized that it's not situational Mm -hmm. it is um and that's where I found a lot of people probably they find ease in life and then they think but if I buy that thing oh then I'll buy the next thing and then I'll buy the next and you see people kind of start to fake it in life and that's because they keep thinking the next the joy around the corner is just in that next (laughs) thing or event or um status yeah and um, we decided to stop and take a look on the inside mm-hmm. and ask ourselves what was really going on. It's been a hard journey, but mm-hmm. it's been really rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, felt, I feel more joy now going through <laughs> the hard days of looking at um, you know, some of my past abuse that I yeah. went through, having to talk about it, um, you know, really diving into the pain of it. I feel more joy now after walking through a little bit mm-hmm. of it than I ever did before. That's incredible. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's nothing wrong with want. I will say this: there's nothing wrong with wanting. Yeah. Things. There's nothing wrong with wanting a different season. Or having there's times dreams. where we, yeah. yes, we might wish we were in different. We were in a different season, and I've had moments of that. It's not like I'm completely immune to the, you know, wanting to have a person again. But I think, um, I think you're right that we do strive for things and expecting that to bring us um, happiness, but. In reality, um, they just, uh, we just don't necessarily feel that joy. So one of the things we talked about as a counteractor mm-hmm. to uh, feeling dissatisfied is, <laughs> I don't know why I said, I said gratuity, gratitude, <laughs> gratuity is something Tipping totally different. Is, makes you happy too, <laughs> money, right? Um, but gratitude yeah. Whitney, why don't you talk about gratitude, <laughs> not gratuity? We don't need to talk about that today. No. Um, so when I was thinking about joy, there was a connection for me with the word gratitude. So, um, you know, when people leave, when we lose loved ones, when we feel betrayed, we become ill, we lose a job, remembering that there's still life left. And being grateful for that... Um, in the midst of the, the difficulty. Because I think it's... Now I look back and I think, how did I get through the storm? And I think it was day by day. Mm. But it was 
I think gratitude was the thing that led to joy Mm -hmm. because in the moment I wasn't thinking I'm going to choose joy even though I'm really sad and I just want to lay on my couch. Right. And, you know, after work it was like, go home, just kind of numb out. And and I kind of lost sight of what was left. And having this life before and now kind of getting back into what is going on in this moment. And so I think um, there's this messy, uncertain life, but how do we have... um, hope and I think we can we can have that and if I don't stay in that mindset of gratitude then I do lean toward well if I only had this and this then I would be happy so that's what do you feel like there's a connection for you what do you think of the word gratitude yeah that was a harder word for me (laughs) I don't know why some of this joy stuff is hard for me I think because I get very like you know me I'm more like hey you know you gotta just you get got through this. it. Yeah, you know? I'm not a. Yeah, I'm not like a. I'm. A, what were you we saying earlier? You're more of like a encourager. I'm an encourager, you but I'm like work hard. Motivator. Yeah, you're I'm a motivator. motivator. I'm an affirmer. Yeah, yeah. You get to the you're same like, place. You're worth it, and I'm like, you're worth it if you work hard. <laughs> <laughs> Show me you're worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit more. I'm a little. Yeah, that's, hey, did you say that's my perspective? Know yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yourself. Know thyself. <laughs> And I think that's just for me, um, because that that's how I am. That's my mode. Yeah. Um, gratitude for me has me has meant um, not trying to look at my life and measure things because I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Try to like check some boxes. You know, how am I doing health wise? Mm-hmm. How am I doing fitness? And there's sometimes where all those aren't doing that great. But it's right. not about that. Um, I find the most gratitude in prayer actually yes. when I pray. And I know there's so much stigma about prayer and me and my husband even with this time we're like does prayer even like was god right. gonna do it if i didn't pray was he gonna <laughs> there's always that weird time where you're like wait does it work does did anything happen yeah. but i find that for me it is um is it's a laying it down mm. um yes. and just really surrendering it yes. i would say I love that. um because i tend to dwell and i tend to rehash things mm-hmm. and i tend to obsess um, a little bit about about things, and when I pray, it's my way of saying to God, like, "Hey, I really don't know what's going on. I really don't know how to handle this situation, and, and I don't have the answers. But I know that you have the answers, yes. yeah. and probably the smartest thing I can do right now is let you have it, mm-hmm. because I am such an active person in my own mm-hmm. life. Um, I really just don't let things happen to me. I'm like a make things happen kind mm-hmm. of person. Um, for me, it allows me to give control over back to God. Yes. And that's when I usually find the most joy. And I can, I notice that the situation doesn't have to change for mm-hmm. me to change. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest change that happens is in my own heart. Yes. And um, my husband and I, whenever we're, one of us is struggling really hard and we're finally talking about it, <laughs> we'll always say to the other person, it's funny, we always catch you off guard, like, oh, I know somebody who you could talk to about yes. this. And we're always yes. like, Ooh, <laughs> like, Jesus. Jesus. Of course, I was like, yes, I, yes. yes, you're yeah. right. I know you're right, Jesus. And then I was like, do you want to pray with me? Yes, <laughs> like I love Little it. kids, do you want to pray with me? But it's so simple <sighs> and, it. and it takes away that burden and weight that it's our job to somehow figure out our own lives and get ahead of everything and yeah. try to, you know, like okay well it's gonna all be okay because Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. have this or it's all gonna be okay because you know i have a plan or no i'm in control yeah i'm in control or i know people no Mm -hmm. it's all gonna be okay because 
actually, it might not all be okay. It's really, but you're going to get through it because mm-hmm. of who you know, and yes. that's Jesus, and yes. and that's what's going to be all right about it. Um, mm-hmm. But there's no promise of the good, and that's mm-hmm. that's the cool part. Um, I think mm-hmm. about gratitude and joy in knowing Christ is there's no promise that mm-hmm. you're gonna. You know, the good thing, oh, we prayed and so now a good thing's going to happen because that's what God is, is a magical fairy that Mm -hmm. we call upon when things are bad and that's Mm -hmm. not it. Um, He's going to walk and see you through it and um, he's he's not that worried about you having Mm -hmm. a really great life, (laughs) you being rich or, you know, that's not what it is. He wants your heart heart. and that's what he's after and that's... um, that's where I think real true joy is, yes. is giving your heart over and, and letting him have it. And mm-hmm. um, and if that's something you're concerned about, you don't think you have, you know, I would say like the simplest turn you make is to Jesus. Um, because there, you don't have to, if you've been walking away for a while, you don't have to turn back and like retrace all those steps. Mm-hmm. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh crap, I walked for a mile and I got to walk a mile. It is no matter how far away you walk, it's an immediate turn to him and he's right it. there. So. It. Yeah, he walks with us in those difficulties because he's the key to our joy. Really, if we look around us and we see people striving and um, looking to things, that can only be found in Christ. And I love that your response to each other, your and Voss, is to uh, just to turn to prayer. And I think um, that's something I think we all can grow in is in that moment, are we talking about it more than we're surrendering that? Yeah. Because he's with us in those hard times. We look back and we're like, you were there. Mm-hmm. You were there with me. And there's that comfort. And you're right, it may not be okay. And sometimes the, we see those hardships happen. And he he was with us through it. He allowed them to happen for whatever reason. But he's, was, he's still with us. And is, um, he is our, our joy mm-hmm. for, for us. And I hope for people that are listening to to seek that joy because there's nothing else that can take that place. We can always look for things and people and um, look for happiness, but true joy, like you're saying, comes from Christ. I love that. As you're talking, I was like, like, yeah, she was silently like, yes, yes. yes." (laughs) So good. (laughs) I wish you guys could see us sometimes because we we like, we like say a lot of things without words in here. doing a a cheer no for real though you you dropped a major truth there i love it so um something that we wanted to end with is so then all this we've talked about whitney how do we measure our life because Mm -hmm. we tend to in this world uh try to feel happiness by measuring all the things in our Mm -hmm. life and checking off boxes and having the things and you know doing the I will be happy when mm-hmm. my friend Joni, hey Joni, I do a lot of shout outs. <laughs> she <laughs> taught me the I will be happy when, and it's one of my favorite things that we talk about because she catches me doing it all the time. Like, oh, when that happens, is that when you're going to be happy uh-huh, then? Uh-huh, like, you're going to uh-huh. be real happy, huh? It's all going to, all the bad stuff's going away. And I'm like, no, it's not. And, you know, because she, she's, I think, So when I look at measuring our life, I think of, okay, the measure of my life is not all the stuff I have. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that I have children or I have, you know, all these things. Those are details about my life. <laughs> that's on, that's Nova. She's really unhappy. No, she's fine. She's just, she's okay. She's not happy because she can't see me right now. Yeah. She's right around the corner. She loves you. <laughs> the best thing ever. But um, the measurement is, um, 
it's really in the perspective I take about my life. Yes. Because I could easily, and I know plenty of people who do, who take the exact situation I have and mm-hmm. complain about it and focus on the bad <laughs> things, you know. I've got these kids and I can't do anything and they're brats or they're, mm-hmm. you know, oh my gosh, my son just did this and my daughter just did that and I didn't get any sleep. And like those mm-hmm. all things can be very true. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that that's the way you choose to see it. Yeah. Um, the way, you know, I lose a lot. Nova is doing some sleep regression right now and I'm losing a ton of sleep. For like, sure. like on a good night, I'm getting like five hours not grouped together wow. on a good night. And, you know, that's rough. and that's, that's rough. And I, and at first it was making me really agitated and I was getting really frustrated with her. And then I realized like, dang, I am so freaking blessed that in my life situation. Yeah. I've got, you know, kids getting up a lot, keeping me from sleeping, but you know, I don't work full time anymore. So I'm so blessed. If I, if I have a rough night and I hardly slept, guess what? I'm get to, I can have a day where I take it a little easy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to be a mom who worked full time and I used to have to go to work on three hours sleep and just survive. So <laughs> Nova's with us now. She, she's having a hard time. So she's joined us. Yes. She has a lot to say, but, um, yeah, now I have the I have the ability to take that. And in me, it was like, I'm so grateful. Not everybody gets to have that. Yes. And yes. I'm so grateful. Yeah, I've got hard things about what I do, but I'm so grateful for this. <laughs> okay, Whitney, your turn. <laughs> um, right. So I think that you are right, Aaliyah, that the perspective is really the key. So the seasons that were, for, for me, the season that I'm in, the people in my life, Um, my relationship with Christ, um, when I'm, when I'm healthiest, I'm, I'm joyful seeing the, um, my season for what it is, um, being grateful for the people in my life, uh, opportunities to grow and just knowing that regardless of what happens, I'm loved, um, by the people in my life, by, by Christ. And that is, life. It's not about things. It's not about, uh, the next thing that's coming. It's really about what's going on now. Mm -hmm. So I measure my life by, by the, the, the people, Mm -hmm. the um, experiences I have in the growth and the purpose that I feel in my job. And, um, it's not about money. It's about, I'm doing what I feel called to do and that I'm, my identity in Christ is solid. And no matter what happens, I'm, I'm loved. And I think that that's a hard, a hard place to, that I've, it's been a hard thing to get to. It's been a difficult process, but it's, it's necessary for us to reflect and see what's there. And it's been hard for me, but I know in my heart that that's the answer and that it feels kind of when you, when you know it, when you feel it, you know it kind of thing. I don't know if you feel that way. Like when you, when you're in it, you're like, yeah, this Uh is, this is what life is about. Uh-huh. Forget all the things, forget all the things that have happened, all the things that I don't have. What is happening right now? Like your child sticking the pen in your mouth and being silly. <laughs> like this is life right now. I'm trying to keep her sometimes real quiet you for the just, end of this episode. Sometimes you just are in it and that's where the joy is. In the in the experiences that we're in, even if they're not glamorous. They're just, not. And even in this, you know, in this recording. <laughs> 
you know, it's not ideal to have a one-year-old uh. in the background of most of your... Sorry, she wants to put this. <laughs> Pen back in my mouth. It's her game right now. It's not ideal to have no. a one-year-old. And we talked about this, like, yeah, I'd love to have a babysitter. babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come babysit my child while we record? She'll I would feed you. <laughs> I'll feed you food. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it really, we, a lot of us are like, you know, let's keep it real. Yeah. I'm a mom. That's what I am. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do a show about motherhood because right. I'm not just a mom. And yes. I think that when you become a mom, there's this like tendency to just be like, I'm just going to identify as a mom. No, I'm a woman and this is part of my life situation. I am a mother, but that's not the only thing that defines me. No. And if I try to only find joy in being a mother, then anytime my child messes up or isn't perfect, oh my gosh. I'm be, and I've tried doing yes. that. You're so disappointed. When your child's like ahead of the curve, you're like, yeah, thank you. I made a genius. I'm the best I'm mom the ever. Best mom ever. Give me and then when an you make award. mistakes, you feel like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone should just poop on you and like, you don't want to tell, you feel like burying yourself. And so I decided to do the, to do something like, you know what? I am a person who has children, and that's mm-hmm. not all. That's not yes. the only thing that defines me. Yes, um, it is something identity. that affects my life daily. Um, currently, right in this very second, <laughs> my child is is affecting me right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is it is part of my life. It is not yeah. my life because yeah. I have other things. <laughs> She's growling. <laughs> Anyways, um, so so so, what's our challenge this week, Whitney? I'm going to challenge nobody. Um, see what's around us and find gratitude in that because then we'll find our joy. We'll see the people and the experiences we have. And even if they're messy and there's things that happen. Um, last week we talked about communication. Um, and when difficult things happen with, um, with people around us and uh, life isn't what we expect, to choose joy. To say, I'm grateful that I'm here. I've showed up. And um, I'm in this moment, and I'm going to grow. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. I like it. So next week, we have a special week. We have our yes. first guest. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, it's my husband. It's yes. nobody. Uh, it's no one famous. No. It's famous to me. Yes. But, um, yeah, so Voss is going to be on next week as our special guest. Whitney will be away from us. Yes. So sad we're going to miss her. Be on vacation. Um, but she's going to be on vacation. Here in spirit. <laughs> so um, stay tuned. Uh, we're not 100% on the topic yet. We're still, him and I are still working mm-hmm. that out. But um, I'm really excited uh, to have our first guest because, I don't know, it's going to change the tone a little mm-hmm. bit. And it'll, uh, it'll be a totally different type of topic because we are in relationship with husband and wife. And so our topic's going to come from that. So, anyways, have a great week, you guys. Yes. And um, stay tuned. Subscribe. Like our page. Comment. Share. Share. Oh, yeah. Share. share. Because there's so many people who would love to listen to something like this. Yeah. So, share it. Grow. Challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. All of the above. All of the things. All right. We'll have see a good you week. next time. Bye. <laughs>